Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast. If you want to grow or scale your laser business, today we're doing questions right here live on the YouTube channel. Uh, just a big Q&A. We've got a lot of stuff. I'm actually saying this at the end of the episode because when we started this episode, we didn't think that we'd really be doing much of anything today. But here at the end, uh, we've just had dozens of great questions, a lot of really good answers. So I encourage you to stay, hang out, uh, and listen to some of the community's questions because the content that we cover in tonight's episode, really informative. I think you guys are going to have a great time and get a lot out of it. So with that said, uh, let's go ahead and start the episode. Touched, I touched the mic thing and it's just like everything just collapsed all at once. <laughs> oh my god, dude, I can't I can't ten, tension this any more than it already is. I shouldn't have touched it. I should have just left it alone. And uh, there are people here, shockingly. What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Hi, hi, hi peeps. Yeah, dude. These are the, the, the chill people are here today. The, the, the OGs. What's going on, guys? Um, we're just hanging out. Kyle's messing around with his UV. Is that what you're doing? What are you doing? Uh, I did mess around with the UV. Oh, um, I'm currently editing a little video. How how was the UV experience? I I, I enjoyed it. You know, uh, you know that moment Jimmy uh, tagged you with the UV. Yeah, I had one of those moments myself. Oh, the UV bitch it. I did it. I did it to myself. Oh no! I was you... lining something under the lens and. Uh, I learned a lesson not like to the, uh, with the foot the, pedal. Yeah, I uh, learned a lesson not to leave the foot pedal on the floor. Yeah, or at least to know where you're stepping. Like I went mine. to go reposition. Oh yeah, I stepped right on it and just got me. Dude, I keep mine on top of the um, uh, the case now. Like that's where it lives, and if I like, if I'm unless I'm doing like a huge like batch job, I just. Mm -hmm push it with my hand if i really want to push it i'll just reach down and push it on the case and then if i'm doing like yeah. a big batch job I'll, I'll put it on the floor but then it always goes right back up for that exact reason because it's happened to me enough times on the fiber which we know is not like a huge deal but yeah like, uv yeah, stings it. dude it's got a it's got a nip to it even when outlining if your hand is under it for long enough yeah you dude. can you can feel it you want to see something crazy dude have you ever just left some shit under the uv while it's like just yeah. the dot it, it yeah. smokes it yeah like, after a while sit there and, yeah it's like having a, a magnifying glass sitting over a piece of wood in the sun for an extended yeah. period of time it, after it's, a while it's yeah. pretty crazy we got some people here hanging out this is so let me just be super clear to everybody who's watching right now just so you guys know um, this is not in, an episode of the podcast. Uh, I know we usually do the podcast on Thursdays, uh, but our guest canceled on Tuesday. So we had kind of our shoot the shit episode on Tuesday and now we've got nothing. Hence the, uh, <laughs> hence the thumbnail, the, the, the title. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're definitely cruising on a certain mood today. Let me just read you in case you just, in case you just showed up because you got a, a YouTube notification and you didn't click one of the links that I posted. Um, the links that I posted say, I don't know if you guys ever had 
those kind of days. It's been rainy. It got dark early. I spent most of the day in bed or making t-shirts. Just turned my brain off today. I and mean, it's been a couple of months since I've had a day like today. Anyway, we thought we'd say, hey, because it's Thursday. Are you in the mood to chill out, kick back, and dick around? If so, click the link below. That's, that's literally what I wrote, word for word. So uh, that's, that's the mood right now. If you're not into that, that's okay. Uh, we'll be back with our normal content, uh, you know, soon. Uh, but today is just, just a it's, rainy day, man. We're just having a rainy day day. Like always, it, it, we're always a uh, come hang out on the stream and hang out with friends type situation. Yeah. Today, that's literally all it is. Yeah. yeah. We're just yeah. hanging out with friends. So we're doing. Come I, hang out. I've got, I've actually got Photoshop up right now. I'm working <laughs> on a couple t-shirts. Um, Again, I, I still, Kyle's told me three times right now, and I still don't know what he's doing. Um, <clears throat> we haven't done this in a while because we're usually doing the, um, we're usually doing the podcast, and I don't really do it on the podcast. We mostly do it on live streams, but uh, yeah. I just really quick, let's just appreciate the people we got in chat. Uh, Bill Gould says, howdy. What's up, Bill? And up, uh, Boba's here. Always nice to see you, Boba. Quasar hanging out. Chillin. Alan Hefferman. Alan has been uh, all over the place lately. I've been seeing Alan comments. I've been seeing Alan in the live streams. Uh, Jack in the shop. Nobody is shocked to see Jack. And Jack's, uh, Jack's, Jack's our boy. He's everywhere too. Aylrick. Am I saying that right? Aylrick. Good evening. How's it going? Mark Cooper. Chillin. What's up, Mark? And uh, we got Anthony. Montez Laseristas. I kind of like that. Laseristas. I can go for that. Maybe that's a t-shirt. I just want to put everything on a t-shirt lately. I've been having so much fun with the merch shop. I think I said it last week during the pod or last episode during the podcast, but like we've sold like three t-shirts ever. <laughs> but I have so much fun making them. Like <laughs> just want to like make fucking t-shirt designs all the time. Damien's it's, it's here. A creative outlet. What's up, Damien? Uh, Bill Gould says, uh, I just got the P20 Plus yesterday, having a lot of trouble trying to get it dialed in. Is that a diode? Do you know what that is off the top of your head, Kyle? I don't recognize that model. The P20 Plus? I'll Google it if I have to. Uh, I think that is. I think, isn't that the new um, fiber head one? I don't know. Hold on. I'll, I'll look it up. All right, you look that up. Uh, Boba says, um, we are here because we just like hanging out with you. Well, that's good. I like hanging out with you guys, too. That's my probably my favorite part about the job is just hanging out with people. Uh, Jack in the shop says, the nothing video, LOL. Yeah, uh, we're just, you know, we're friends tonight. Instead of uh, teachers and students, we're just uh, broing out. Ruben Perez is here, says, what's up, folks? What's up, Ruben? How you doing, man? I was wrong. Oh, what is it? What's a P20 plus? It, it's it's a diode. Um, uh, it's a 20 watt. Is it a real 20 watt or is it an input wattage 20 uh, watt? It looks it looks like a 20 watt. What are you trying to get dialed in uh, about it, Bill? Because typically diodes, I mean, they just kind of are what they are. There's not a lot that you have to do because they move at such slow speeds. So uh, what are you trying to dial in? Quasar says, been painting inside the house for the last two days and the muscles are uh, aching i feel that for sure i just uh we realized that our baby got big so like our house is full of stuff that's like too small for our gigantic baby now 
So I just moved it all to the studio today in like the back storage room. Or it wasn't today, it was yesterday. I don't even know what day it is. Um, and that, I, I felt that when I was done for sure. It is a, uh, a diode with 20 to 24 watts of output power. It's a 120 watt draw. Mm. That's, that's beefy. Who makes it? A Tezzer. Never heard of it. Um, I've heard the name, but definitely not a common one. Hmm. It looks very similar to an X-Tool or sure. like a, a beefier Atom stack. It's got that like wraparound frame kind of design. Yeah. 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 It's nice. It, it looks good. Sammy um, Gordon's here. What's up, Sammy? Love to take a look at one of those. That, that and, would be uh, different than anything we've had. We got Beam It Up, too. Just chilling. Uh, Bill says, not really sure if I need to calibrate anything. Uh, not really, dude. Diodes are kind of plug and play. Um, that's why they, that's why they always get recommended for beginners. I mean, if you, as long as you have decent tension on the belts, if you even needed to put belts on that one, you know, some of them like the Orter require you to, uh, like tension the belts. You got to run the belts through the, the little gears and stuff. Uh, if yeah. you didn't have to do that, you should literally just be like plugging it in and, and start marking stuff. Um, so there, there really is not that much to do with diodes unless you're, unless you're having like an actual problem. If you're, if you're like experiencing symptoms of something, then let us know what that is. And, uh, we could certainly help diagnose that, but, uh, with a, with a 20 watt, it's, it's possible he could be moving faster than most people would be. But, um, even then, like even something like scanning offset, which is what I've actually been testing on my CO2, you yeah. probably still wouldn't even need that on almost any diode. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's I can't imagine you would. No, it's just too slow. Even the I mean, the <laughs> slowest speeds on the CO2 that. Well, first of all, the, the scanning offsets really because the tubes can't fire fast enough to keep up with the the transitioning speed. I don't know if that's true for diodes. I wouldn't imagine that it is. Um, first of all, second of all, even at its slowest speed that you would do a scanning offset adjustment for, which would be like 100 millimeters a second right that'd be uh six thousand millimeters a minute <laughs> is that right am i doing the right math on that i think so yeah so, yeah um you know what are you doing at six thousand millimeters a minute on a diode uh, maybe at a 20 watt again you're right maybe at a 20 watt but um i you know i can't imagine that you would the the scanning offset adjustment is so minimal on a CO2 at 100 millimeters a second that I, I just can't imagine it being an issue. So, um, yeah. diodes are a lot more efficient at firing the, when yeah, called upon to. That's the long way of me saying uh, <laughs> plug and play, Bill. Go nuts. Uh, get get after it and start marking. Remember, check that line distance, man, because the the diode's dot size is really small. Uh, depending, I mean, the, Kyle's seen quite a range on his diodes, but. Still, you're going to be like at least 300 DPI, you'd say, Kyle, on like most materials. Mm -hmm. um, that's a pretty powerful diode, so it, it might really depend on how it's focused if it's set up for cutting. It, you, you could be like anywhere. That, that my guess effect. is somewhere between 200 and 320, mm -hmm. probably, mm -hmm. if I had to guess. Okay. Well, there you that's go. That's where most it. of the diodes I've messed with have been. Most people's issues with diode lasers is that they are... They get they get lines in their engraving uh, because they literally are not used to using such tight line distances. They're they're usually yeah. like you know used to CO two line distances or something like that, and they end up with lines because the dot size is so much smaller. So really make sure that you tighten those up. 
Um, if, if the rest of you guys in chat haven't bought a diode laser yet, you should go get one because diodes are sick, dude. I, I, did you see that picture I took? I'll probably pull it up today on the stream. Did you see that picture I took of like all the review crap lined up against yeah. the wall? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so behind. It's not even funny. Uh, Sammy Gordon says, got my Monport 20 watt fiber all dialed in with the help of your red dot video. Uh, that's nice. great. I'm glad to hear it. Make sure you do your laser timing too. If you haven't already, uh, you should really do the, the entire uh, light burn for Galvo or EasyCAD 2 crash course because there's a lot of important stuff in there. But the red dot video certainly is a, a big one for sure. Nothing's more frustrating than when you're trying to laser something and then the mark goes somewhere the frame was not. Uh, not ideal. Um, beam it up. I'm just, uh, we're just, we're chatting today, guys. We're talking. Uh, if it's a 21 actual, then it's probably a quad beam with fixed focus, right? Do a ramp test. Um, yeah, I'm assuming, I mean, most modern diode lasers come with like a, like a, a focal stick. Uh, Just about be... every diode sold now, current diode, not like an old refreshed model or a refurb, yeah. Yeah. comes with fixed focus. Yeah. So it, they're already going to have it tuned for where the the dot size is going to be the most efficient which is also mm -hmm. good if you're cutting yeah 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 uh gary says hey guys love the work hey gary we love you thanks for watching laser everything thanks for hanging out yeah bud <laughs> just catching up i'm reading you guys are having having a chat uh to do here we go boom gary uh, Gary Milstead asks, are there any reasons for having a diode when I have 100 watt CO2? You, especially Gary, have every reason to have a diode because you have 100 watt CO2. Um, the, the biggest problem with the CO2 laser as a thing that exists, the biggest problem with CO2 laser is a thing that exists is its dot size. CO2 have inherently large dot sizes and that doesn't matter when you're doing you know the entire side of a cutting board but when you're trying to do photos and you have a finite area like let's say you had something like the size of like a business card made out of bamboo or you know uh like cherry wood or ply or something like that and you were trying to mark an image on that it would look like garbage because your pixels are going to be so big that you're marking at that point the dots that you're marking are going to be so large the lines are going to be so far apart that you're just not I can illustrate to, this. Yeah, you're just not going to have the physical space to to pull off any kind of like legitimate detail unless you start getting into like weird contrast and Photoshop tricks and things like that. But if you're just trying to do it straight, like the normal way, um, you, you have a rough time. Yeah, you can, that. you can see on there that's with my CO2. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that's also with dot width correction. So that had every chance in the world to be good. And that's a fairly big. This a is a big piece. This is about a little under half the size. Yep. So it's already more compressed. You can see more detail with less individual dots. I can't. And this see the is dots without dot yeah. width correction. Yeah, yeah. In so fact, this... hold it right there for a second, Kyle. Let me let me solo you for a minute, just so we can get like the closest look. I'll pull back just like a tiny little, just a little bit. Yeah, right there. Yep. So, um, listen. I can switch back to the CO two again too. Everybody should have a diode. 
everybody should have a diode. Um, if, if, unless, you don't, unless you don't care about doing precision work on organics. Yeah, if, if you don't care, that's one thing. But this, uh, this was literally the second thing I did on the most recent diode that I'm working on a review on now versus this is with a week of, of tuning on the CO2. Yeah, right. Exactly. And you can clearly, it's like newsprint almost. And this is literally a little over double the size. Right. In height. So, yeah. Um, um, and that's not the only reason to get a diode. Um, if, yeah. if you've ever CO2'd bamboo, uh, you know it's the most inconsistent material on the material list. Diode does not care. Uh, diode will just do a nice black mark on bamboo. So it's got, it's, it's, they're different tools for different jobs, guys, different tools for different jobs. A diode has a place in every single person's workshop. I, I firmly believe that, especially at their price point. It's not like I'm saying everybody should have a UV and it's a $10,000 purchase. <laughs> you know, it's 400 bucks. Like, go get a diode, go get, go spend 200 and get the all ferro laser one. And then you can at least do like pocket sized organic, photo engraving you know I, I just think that's key i think that's key so i'm glad you asked that gary it's a good question and uh i get it a lot and i like answering it jack says by the way i renewed my light burn and lost galvo yeah jack had found this um, weird kind of like little loophole where um he was using an old license key and it was letting him add galvo lasers like an old huh. dsb license key uh and apparently he renewed it and that that loophole went away <laughs> Um, which is not surprising, not surprising. Michael Rakib says, came here to say hi and press the famous like button. Talk to you later. Uh, Michael was here and Michael was gone. Thanks for stopping by, Michael. Thank you, man. Ooh, Philip. What's up, Philip? Philip says, hey, guys. Hey, guy. What up, How dude? You doing? Uh, here we go. Ooh. Modern memories. Hey, guys, if I have an 80-watt MOPA, 20-watt fiber diode and a 60 watt co2 would it be worthwhile to get a five watt uv or would a three watt uv fill the gaps for pvc plastics etc um first thing i'm going to say about that first red flag that i see right away is you listing pvc in that list now it's true uh you can surface mark plastics that would otherwise be dangerous to cut or ablate um with other lasers but I want to be really, really clear that you you are only to use the UV for surface marking. The second you start to ablate that PVC, you are generating that chlorine gas. Okay, so just because it's able to do the surface marking doesn't mean you can just go ham because it's a UV. So make sure that you're careful with that. That's the first thing I want to say. Uh, second thing I would say, and Kyle is learning this quickly, um, the depth of field on UV lasers is incredibly shallow. It's incredibly shallow. Uh, you see, I mean, like half maybe what you're used to on the fiber. Would you say that's more or less accurate, Kyle? It, it might even be less than that. So if you have like, uh, I don't know what it is, but let's just say four millimeters on a 110 fiber lens. Right. You might have one and a half. Right. On, on a, a 150 so UV lens. What that means is you want the five watt if you plan on doing anything, anything with a curve to it, uh, it with, you know, via projection. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming people use projection these days because, you know, uh, and also rotaries are difficult with glass uh, for a variety of reasons. So uh, the five watt is very, 
very useful uh, in those cases. Um, the three watt is fine if you are going to stay 100% flat all of the time. Uh, I, I thought that I was kind of, I, when I got the five watt, I was like, oh man, I'm getting this beefy UV laser because it was so expensive. Um, I wasn't, I was getting like the bare minimum and I didn't even realize it. So unless you plan on being flat all the time, I highly recommend five Watts minimum. Uh, I, I particularly, I went for the five watt because it's air cooled and I, I like my air cooled. Is yours air cooled Kyle? Or do you have yours hooked up to a chiller? JPT came out with the air cooled five watt right after you got yours. Ah, uh, yeah. So because most usually <laughs> the, yeah. You, oh yeah, I forget you have a JPT. So we have different. I have a JPT five watt UV. You have yeah. an Ingu five watt UV. Yeah, yeah. So some minor differences. I we still have to sit down and compare specs at some point. But yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, but the the air cooled is nice, dude. I like the and you were you were there we, for laser, laser. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, it's not it's as loud. funky donkey. It's funky donkey. It's funky Jimmy donkey. Would say. If you haven't seen Jimmy's first uh, first laser everything episode, go watch it. He's really proud of it. He did a good job. Um, yeah. But uh, you you heard it. The fans aren't aren't that loud on the air cooled UV. Yours is way quieter than mine. I will say that. But you shouldn't even have fans because I thought it was water cooled. Mine's oh, air the chiller. No 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 no. My five watt UV is air cooled. Oh, you got one of the first ones then. You oh, the, I thought the okay, fans I thought, are. I thought you were the saying fans are not the, quiet and they are a, a bit whiny. I thought you were saying that the air cooled JPTs came out right after you got your machine. After so, you got yours. Oh, after I got mine. Okay, so you got when you lucky. got yours. The five watt JPT was uh, water cooled only, and right. then they came out with the aired one like a month or two after you got yours or something. Right. Is it a seal? Do you know? Do you know what yeah. like? Yeah, it's, it's a three fifty five dash five dash whatever. It's yeah. it's functionally it's the same as the water cooled one, but it's got an air cooled jacket on it. Those seals are sick. I'm sad to hear that the nice. the fans are whiny though. Is it worse? It's like can't I'm, be worse than the CO two. It's not worse than my it's Galvo. It's not as right? it's not as bad as the, your CO two Galvo. Yeah, no. okay. it's your your CO two Galvo is loud. the The fans on this are just whiny. It's like the pitch that mm -hmm. you get. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys have ever had like a graphics card with like auto fan turn off for silent mode when it's below a certain temperature. Yeah. It's that weird high pitch fan wobble sound you get when the fan's starting up, but it's like that all the time mm -hmm. and it's a little louder. Well, that's, so it's, it's, it's not, ideal. it's just one of those tones that just bothers you sometimes, but for sure after um, 15 or 20 minutes, it goes away. We're I just, just like completely shocked how many people showed up for this despite my uh, attempts to warn people <laughs> that it was going to be horribly boring and now it's turning into a very productive question and answer session uh, and I feel like the thumbnail is underselling the value of watching this so now I'm going to have to go back and change it um, <laughs> but we'll uh, Gary says uh, so now you should convince me to buy a fiber uh, easy fiber is the only thing that's going to do well with inorganics period fiber is bay. Yeah, fiber is bay, dude. Um, for, especially for engraving. UV is bay for marking. Diode yep. is bay for organics. Yep. With detail. Yep. CO2 is 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 the, you know, yep. fat it's bay the, for... We, it's the, we call it the holy trinity for a reason, man. Uh, yes. you know, organics, inorganics, all have their and uses. synthetics. Yep. And uh, so, you know, if you've got, if you've got organics covered, either by CO2 or diode or both, 
which is a lot of people. Uh, the next step is inorganics, getting your inorganics covered, uh, essentially metals, uh, some rocks and stones. Um, you want to get those inorganics covered next. And because uh, that's a huge marking, uh, you know, capability that that you don't have at the moment. So uh, fiber is a no brainer for sure. Uh, you definitely want to get a fiber. And then when you get rich off your laser engraving company and you can and you probably will, because I mean, come on, we're talking about Gary here. Um, then you pick up the UV and you cover your synthetics. I mean, that's all that's all there is to say about that, man. That's just the that's just the next uh, the next rung on the ladder. I, you guys may or may not have seen it, but on the merch shop we have a shirt that says 10,600-1064-355. It's called the Holy Trinity shirt, and uh, the goal is to check off each one of those boxes. You want you want at least one of each uh, on that. Oh, Philip's doing well. That's good, man. Here we go, super stash, bro. I like it. Just wanted to say. Thank you for all of your guys' help. My 50-watt JPT laser is about to arrive tomorrow, and I've been nonstop watching your videos. Any major tips or tricks for setup? Uh, yeah, here's a tip, um, and it's one that not a lot of people follow, but I highly recommend it. Uh, this doesn't just go for you. This goes for everybody watching, and Kyle's going to start nodding his head in a second. Watch the Crash Course videos all yeah. the way through. Everyone in order, watch them all. There are so many tiny little nuggets of super important, helpful, useful information tucked into every episode, even if it's not relevant to the episode subject. And this is even this is more especially true for the EasyCAD 2 crash course. If you end up starting with EasyCAD and then moving to Lightburn, yeah. um, because we didn't know what we were doing back then. <laughs> and so things are a little more organized with the, with the light burn uh, for Galvo crash course, but still uh, people, people scrub through them. You know, they jump to like the five minute mark, then the seven minute mark, then they close the video and go to the next one. Uh, and the, the people that do that are missing out on so much info. So please watch every episode of whatever crash course it is you decide to follow and, uh, and watch them all the way through. Cause there's uh, there's more in there than I could give you in, in two more hours of this live stream. There's more in there already waiting for you. Uh, and, and all you got to do is let the video play. So that would be my that would be my pro tip. You got you got one, Kyle, for setup. Any major tips and tricks for setup of this new 50 watt JPT fiber? Take your time and enjoy it. Don't feel like you have to rush. When you rush, you miss stuff and you kind of miss part of the experience of getting to know your laser. And sometimes that means you think your laser is set up and you end up missing like vital steps and you find out a month from now when you when you're trying to pick apart why you're having a problem that you you miss something. Mm -hmm. So kind of goes back to watching the crash course. In fact, I would say watching the EasyCAD and the Lightburn crash courses would be just a, more so valuable because there are nuggets tucked into the EasyCAD crash courses, even if you're using Lightburn exclusively that can help you understand why the laser is doing what it's doing a lot of the time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's a good one. Yep. It's so a good one. Definitely. Definitely where I would go with that. Uh, Smokery 12, another name that I've just been seeing like podcast live streams, comments section. Um, Smokery, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us for a little bit. Smokery, there's your Volkswagen logo. Yeah. Uh, Jack in the shop says, I love my CO2. I love my fiber. I like my diode. 
Uh, that's fair. They're slow, dude. They, you know, and if something messes up, you've wasted so much time. Uh, it's not yeah. like the fiber where you can just reset and try again, you know, barring not having any more material. Uh, they, they definitely have frustrations, but on the same hand, they've got those, they've got capabilities that you can't get from any other machine, even the UV. Uh, so, you know, I, I would definitely pick one up if you guys haven't, but that's fair, Jack. That's totally fair. Uh, Gary says, okay, now convince my wife if I, you know, if I had like a cool safe in the wall that I could open just like money would start pouring out of it. Like that's, that would be how I would do it. Um, because that's what that fiber is going to do for you. If you pick one up, um, everybody uh, should, everybody should have a fiber. I'm gonna grab a question real quick. Yeah. Grab them. Bill <clears throat> says, dumb question. It's not a dumb question. No such uh, thing. Yeah. The only dumb question is the one you don't ask. Mm. Um, if I have a 20 watt and I run it at 25% power, wouldn't that work the same as a five watt? Yes and no. Uh, there are differences for various reasons. And the easiest way I can explain it is it's nonlinear. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's going to react differently. It's kind of like if you have a 20 pound sledge and you swing it at 100% power, right? It's not going to be the the same as if you have a hundred pound sledge and you or a hundred pound brick and you drop it with 20% distance to the ground or something. Uh, bad, bad analogy, but Rough it's math, just, but you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can, you can get similar results assuming that the dot size is similar, but it's going to affect the material differently for various reasons. Even if you tune for it, it's not going to be exactly 25% power. It's, because what you're measuring is the input power into the module, not the yeah. output power mm -hmm. as well. So that's mm -hmm. part of it too, mm -hmm. but rent, rent over. <laughs> uh, Modern Memories says, thanks guys. I just need to figure out if I can use my CW5000 on my fiber. I'll let you know on the Laser Master Academy. What? You have a water I mean, fiber laser? Is it a cutter, a fiber cutter? I don't know. If it is, it shouldn't be using a CW5000. I can tell you that. You're one of the big boys, the big ones. No, what is it like? Uh, CW six or seven thousand for one of those. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I've heard of some older hundred watts that have water jackets on them for it, but yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to follow that. I want some answers. Um, can yeah. you want here? Can we just so I'm I'm kind of going in order, Kyle. Can you keep an eye on the bottom of chat in case we get like immediate responses from people on things that we're talking about? Oh, it's less yeah. broken up, and I'll I'll just keep going in order here. Uh, mm -hmm. Bill Gould says, if I'm doing fine detail, is it better to run millimeters or inches? Uh, the answer to that, Bill, is uh, metric always. Imperial can get fucked because uh, it's useless. So uh, learn metric, you won't regret it. Literally. Um, all of these machines with very, very, very few exceptions are built and designed in international communities, uh, not in the United States. So their software is geared toward metric use. Um, I would argue most manufacturing in the world uh, is geared towards metric use and metric makes a, a shit ton more sense. So, uh, drop Imperial, never look back. I'll, I'll add to that too. Mm. Um, when you're working with something that has a lot of uh, accuracy needs, if you're working with really small objects on a mm -hmm. fiber, for example, um, 
fractions of a millimeter are much more easily understood than mm. fraction sub fractions of an inch. Ugh. Yeah, what is um, three? What is three sixty fourths of an inch, bro? Or smaller, like <laughs> thousands. Thousands. Like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. When you're when you're working, it, can we just talk? Can we talk about the irony? Can we talk about the irony there too, where when you get small enough on inches, you go to thousandths anyway, and it's like, okay, now you're just dividing an inch by a thousand, so just use metric, because you you at that point you're you working the same fraction. way. Yeah, I just come on, guys, uh, drop imperial. Everybody, stop using imperial right now. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, <laughs> Alan Hefferman back uh, saying, I've got a 60-watt MOPA arriving Monday. Congrats on the buy. That's very hey. exciting. Drinking from a fire hose now. Thanks for the tips. Uh, you're welcome, Alan. You are <laughs> so welcome. It's always great to uh, have new guys around like you that are active in the community. So thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us. Um, Jack in the shop says quarter millimeter. Philip says no fractions. No fractions, dude. Fra decimal for life. I Come on, guys. When... When you were in school, do you not remember being in like middle school? And it was like, okay, it's decimal week. And you're like, yes. And then like the next week, they're like, it's fractions week. And I was like, I'm going to kill myself. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like come on. Yeah. Fractions suck, dude. Nobody likes fractions. Uh, do, 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 do. Boom. I just got an update Damn. on my merch delivery. Oh, yeah. Where is it? Uh, it's going to be. Oh, wait, here. on you. Wait. Oh, no. We got a new thing. You got the, a new the thing. New thing. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be here Sunday. It was originally slated to be here Tuesday. Mm. It's apparently moving faster than expected. It'll be here Sunday. Good. Well, I'm going to do I'm going to do like an unboxing episode, I think. I you guys can kind of see right now, we'll preview. Uh I did finally get my merch, um but I'm not going to show it all off yet cuz I've got another box coming. I got enough so I could wear my merch 7 days a week. <laughs> that way if I have to jump on camera, I'm like I've always got something laser everything on. Funky Donkey and um, sporting Cap Captain Jimmy's Funky Donkey shirt, yeah, baseball style. And uh, so once that second box gets here, I'm gonna just run it through the wash real quick. We'll do an unboxing, maybe like a, you know, fashion show. Um, should be chill. Show you guys what the stuff actually looks like. Damien says, "True that." Got my 50 watt last week, and those videos are G-O-L-D, gold. Mine is running sweet and true. That's what we love Could to hear. hear. Yep, we love yes. to hear it. Uh, Super Stash says, thank you. I very much appreciate your advice. Most welcome, sir. Uh, keep the stash going. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Uh, in reference to my joke about the stupid safe in the wall, uh, Love says uh, we would all love that type of safe. Uh, I, I think we would. Uh, Sammy says, I have now a laser pecker too. X-Tool D1, 10 and 20 watt, a 20 watt Monport fiber. Now looking for a CO2, just don't know what to get. Really just want to be able to cut clear acrylic really well on a budget. Um, go Ohm Tech. Uh, go Ohm Tech, Sammy. You don't seem like a stranger to lasers. You'd probably survive it okay. They need a little elbow grease to, to get them up and running. I would, not buy, I would not buy a white label CO2. I think Kyle will second me on that. Don't, don't buy a blue poo. No blue poo. Okay, just pick up an ohm tech. I, My I, review's I, not out yet, but don't don't do it. Ohm techs are the the butt of the joke uh, in the laser community, guys. But it's better than the no brand name stuff. Okay, so just yeah, just pick, just if, pick you up an ohm tech. if you don't if you don't want to spend double, 
uh, and you're willing to put in some elbow grease, it's a good value. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, Smokery12 with an interesting question. What do you think about my school buying an epilogue laser? Uh, I think that's dope. Uh, I think that's super cool. I think that your school is exactly who should be buying an epilogue laser, right? Uh, it's a big institution with fat wads of cash in its pocket and a budget to spend. So um, they're, they're epilogue's ideal customer. Um, so I think that's sick. Um, they also just came out with a, it's, uh, it's, it's like, a cheaper, uh, it's a version it's a cheaper of like one. the edge, right? Instead of 40 grand, you're going to spend 10 grand to get a brand new machine. Yeah. Um, yeah. it still comes with a, I think it's a 25 or a 30 watt RF tube, mm -hmm. which is basically the same as it's more expensive cousin, but, um, it, they're, they're becoming more affordable or at least they have a more affordable model now. Yeah. Yeah. Something, um, yeah. you know, something to look at. I'd probably still get an open tech though, because you have a gigantic, gigantic Ruida community backing you for support uh, instead of if, having to rely on epilogue support, which is nice. If you need less variables in, in the educational space and you just need it to work, that might be worth the extra money. It depends yeah. on what you want. Right. Right. Um, Boba says the Holy Trinity is where it's at. I've been using the UV for two weeks now and none of the other machines can do what the UV does. Highly recommend. That's true. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the diode is the only one that, that comes close to breaking out of the like IR visible spectrum, like section of the, the light spectrum, right? Uh, UV is well outside of it. And so it's going to have, it's going to have different absorption rates. It's going to have different effects. Uh, and it's, it's, they're very, very cool machines. So, uh, that's, that's super dope. Joe Johnson. Finally, someone is here to dick around. So glad Joe. So glad you had a boy. Boom. Jack in the shop. Thank you. I started metric with my first CNC smart man. That's the way to go. Yeah. Philip, you called this one out. No fractions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but boom, what, uh, what's your trick for frosty look on glass from a five watt UV? Here's what I like. Um, did did you use my settings there, Kyle? On that? No. No, you you. So you came up with something different. Um, on really mine. To... Oh, on mine with a one seventy five lens, uh, I really like thirty three nanosecond pulse width, thirty kilohertz frequency, with zero point uh, zero two five line distance. Um, I don't know where the speed's at. Like there it 300 goes. 300 or something. Yeah. Um, maybe like 300 millimeters a second. Somewhere in there. I don't recall off the top of my head. I don't have my UV with me at the moment, so I can't look. But uh, I did uh, I did this one at 0. 0.025 line mm -hmm. distance, 400 speed, mm -hmm. one Q pulse, 40 frequency on my JT5 watt. One nanosecond on the pulse width? Dude, weird. Mm -hmm. Weird. What was the frequency? 40. We need to sit down and both be using our lasers at the same time. So we they're, can... I'm identifying that they're definitely different and they react differently. Yeah. Um, uh, a higher Q pulse uh, ironically turns down the power. We're Yeah, that's a, that's a, for another day. Yes. Science. Science. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, 
Love says, I was going to mention that I see you finally received merch. That's great. Did you get your white sweatshirt? I did, and I washed it, and I didn't like color stain it in the wash, which I'm very proud of. Also, let me just, uh, for anybody who's wondering, speaking of merch, I'm like hot. Um, for anybody who's wondering, these definitely uh, one size up. If you do pick up merch, get it one size up. We were theorizing last time. I can confirm now. I did these one hot wash uh, out of the box, and they shrunk a size for sure. So I would get a size bigger than uh, than you think you need, uh, 100%. Um, Bill is saying the P20 doesn't have an enclosure option. Any recommendations? Uh, get some goggles. Get a get a pair of KTIs from No IR. Uh, would you know be good? Or you can get one of the tents. The tents are really big right now. People seem to like the tents. So uh, if you if you want, um, you can pick them up on Amazon. They're like sixty bucks, seventy bucks for like one of the little yeah. generic diode tents. You can, you can build one if you're feeling crafty mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Uh, the cost of cardboard or plywood. Oh yeah, beam it up. Uh, made that suggestion and posted a link, which didn't show up because links are blocked on the channel. Uh, but they are they are there. We should get yes. one of those on the buying guide. Um, I think i have one coming at some point to try out uh any experience with the x tool 13 10 nanometer laser upgrade for metal i think it's 1064 i that that's what i remember seeing um i don't know about a 1310 i so they reached out to me and asked if i wanted to try it and i was like yes this happens to me and kyle all the time people reach out to us all the time they're like do you want to try our thing and review it for the channel and we're like sure that sounds dope uh get it in the mail asap and then they just like ghost they just like go away for like two months and then we'll like two months later they'll be like hey do you want to try this thing and it's like yeah we said yes like two months ago and uh you you stopped replying to our emails and they're like oh i'm sorry you know i feel like they move through customer service reps really fast i think their turnover rates high on that but um neither here nor uh, there we're, we're yeah. trying to get one. So uh, the second one of us has one of them in our hands, we will uh, we will be talking about that on the channel because we're certainly interested in it. But I have not used a, uh, a a short IR, short IR being like, you know, less than 10,000 nanometers. I have not used a short IR like diode module yet. Alan says, can you elaborate a bit on the elbow grease needed for an ohm tech? Um, can you start on this a little bit, Kyle, with just I... your experience with the blue poo? Oh, and, yeah. But then, then, and then I'll come back and I'll, I'll mirror you on what I needed to do throughout the lifetime of my ohm tech. And, and we'll kind of meet in the middle. I'm going to go drop this real quick because it's like 80 degrees in here. It was super cold. Or super hot. So anyway, take it away. It. Blue poo. I, I got Alan. So for reference, my blue poo behind me, the, the white and blue machine, uh, that was, I think, $4,100 plus tax, uh, free shipping. So by the time it was after tax, it was like 4500 bucks or something to my door. Um, it took them two weeks to get here, and it didn't even have to come through customs. It came from like Ohio or something. Uh, the inherent problem I had with it, it worked great for a couple of months and then stuff started to break. Um, it did come with a genuine W2 Reesey tube or Recce tube. Um, 
90, 100 watt tube. Um, but the, uh, the problem that started was it was advertised as a 110 watt, it came as a 220. Uh, but it came with a, uh, a, a transformer adapter, right? So now I have this like sketchy wattage, uh, or sorry, voltage transformer sitting next to my machine that I have to run everything through. And then um, basically things started to die slowly. First, my, um, my 24 volt power supply started to die on me. It held out just long enough for my uh, 40 volt power supply to die, which uh, was what was pushing my drivers. Um, my CO2 uh, tube power supply started to give me power fluctuations and the 24 volt died um, with it. So I couldn't even power on the controller to uh, like look at settings or anything. So after rewiring half the machine and uh, swapping every power supply over to a 110 volt, so I could just use wall power and skip the power transformer, uh, everything started to work, but then because the, the voltage, voltages were fluctuating, it burned out my red dot uh, laser. So I don't have an ability to align right now. Um, the alignment came way off. Um, it was functional, but it was like, it was hitting the bottom corner of every lens or mirror and lens. Um, so after aligning and fixing everything, um, and then the power supply is dying and having to move it around and flip stuff around and rewire it, I had to redo the alignment again because I had moved it around so much while fixing it. It was just a cluster. Um, contacting the company, um, they were like, hey, what's up? And um, they were basically like, yeah, what uh, what's going on? Told them what happened. They asked for a video. I showed them a video of me doing the multimeter testing on all the power supplies and uh, attempting to run the machine but you can't run something that's giving stuff like quarter voltage. Um, and that turned into uh, them saying, okay, yeah, you have to replace the power supplies. And uh, that prompted me to say, okay, I'd like to use my one-year warranty. Um, they asked for my order number and said they had to verify, and then they never responded again uh, for a week and a half until I... I prompted them to, to say, okay, is my warranty valid? You sold me a one-year warranty. So they said, oh, yes, it, it's valid. And I'm like, cool, can you tell me what I need and what I need to do to get it here? Um, and they said I just had to pay for shipping. And then they never talked to me again. So, And I prompted them oh, two weeks later, and they did not respond. So um, that's why I'm so looking forward to the review on this machine but uh the uh yeah it, it it's not fun at the end of the day i'm glad it happened to me and not one of you guys because um i i'm okay with just dealing with it and it being down it's whatever but um i don't want it to happen to somebody who's trying to get like a shop off the ground or a business off the ground you know what i mean so if I can stop somebody from having that experience, I'm all for it. Uh, now that said, if you go with a reputable brand with a solid warranty, if something breaks, you're at least covered. 
Um, and stuff breaks when you're shipping stuff around the world and back and forth around the country. It's you're you're bound to have stuff break. Yeah, go duck hunting. Yep. So um, in any event, uh, what you should expect to do if you get a budget machine um, alignment, no matter what, sometimes that just happens because of shipping. So plan on doing an alignment. Um, if you're getting strange fluctuations with power, that could be a problem and you may have to whip out a multimeter. So get yourself a 20 or $30 multimeter. Alex did a review on one and he liked his. Um, it is probably the best tool you could have outside of having, um, you know, a way of measuring things. So it's just electrically measuring things. Um, Z height alignment. I'm over, I'm over here making comments on the things you're saying. And I realized, cause I checked my mic and I was like, I was like, oh, like the mic's not muted. I guess I wasn't muted that whole time because my nose is stuffy. I don't want to hear people like people to hear me blow my nose and stuff. I did it in software. <laughs> I was muted in software. Right. Yeah. You were like, you were like, whip out the multimeter. I was like, whip it out. <laughs> and then you were like a tool to measure something. And I was like, yeah, dude, like get a caliper. <laughs> so you're talking yeah. to myself. Um, uh, um, but dude, uh, lenses, yeah. mirror, just throw, yeah. just throw the ones away that it comes with. Uh, we have like, It'll it'll get you going, but at the end of the day, they're they're not selling you top of the line lenses. And top of the line lenses on a CO two gantry machine are cheap. Cheap. The difference in cost are like five or ten bucks. Yeah, uh, and it and, makes a world you're not of difference. getting it. Yeah, so yeah. just um, buying guide lasereverything.net slash buying guide. We have a we have a bunch of them there. Um, but yeah, I just want to say Art. lenses, mirrors, and then I don't know if you remember this, Kyle, but way back yeah. in the day all of the water lines in my own tech blue. You remember that? Yeah. So uh, get some some good silicone, silicone tubing. tubing. Measure That's the on inner, the buying guide too. Yep, inner diameter, outer diameter, make sure they match. And real hose clamps. <laughs> get real hose clamps. Every budget machine is going to have those, hose, those hoses zip tied uh, onto their little connectors. And it's just, you know, it's fine for a little while, but eventually that stuff starts to degrade with the water running through it. Uh, like bleach, RV, coolant. People put all kinds of weird shit in their machines. Um, just oh, just put real. Don't don't use that stuff, by the yeah, way. Yeah, don't use that stuff. Know um, what you're putting in your coolant because it'll increase the conductiveness of the water. You put one thing in there, dude. Distilled water. Uh, period. <laughs> um, but yeah. real hose clamps is really my point. Uh, get, get fresh tubing, real hose clamps, uh, lenses, mirrors. Uh, grease, fucking god, just get well, I, uh, white lithium grease. Yeah, I was gonna like short of like break cleaner, like clean off the nasty junk uh, that is all over that machine when it arrives. And again, we're talking about budget machines here uh, because they they just use garbage. It just sucks dirt up like a vacuum cleaner. Uh, get rid of all of it and then regrease everything that had grease on it with white lithium grease. I like the Lucas brand, uh, and you get it on Amazon. Again, pretty sure we have a link to that in the buying guide. You, you can get it at any store. auto parts store. Amazon, auto parts store, yeah. Freaking uh, everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's a really popular brand. Yeah, the white lithium is dope. Uh, and I think that's about it. That's about it. It's not like you're like um, ripping out sure... the wiring box and hot wiring it. It's not like that. No, no, no. Only I had to do that. Um, Blue poop. Uh, 
the other thing is uh, make sure that the like move your head from the middle to the back left to the front left to the back right to the front right. Make sure that your nozzle is the same distance to the bed on all four mm-hmm. corners and in mm-hmm. the middle. Not that we're gonna not, get into how to fix that right now, but we're not going to get into it. But having your bed at a different tilted height mm-hmm. will absolutely screw up your engravings. Yeah, that would be a hard just a. Hardcore laser yes. everything episode for sure. Uh, just, just know that it'll screw it up and you'll have to fix it if that's the case. Yeah. But at least you'll know it's broken. Yep. Yep. And you'll know why your stuff isn't coming out the way you want. Um, really quick, this is the vintage sports tee. I don't think we've seen one of these yet. I think I'm the only person on staff that bought one. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're pretty nice, dude. They, they look good. I like it. Got like a nice look to it. Uh, if you yeah. get. If you get any other version of this that has like a, a logo on it, the logo's on the back, and then you get like a pocket laser everything up here instead. Uh, but it's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah. It's a good one. Sorry, sorry for my little rant session there about my blue poo back there. Oh, bro! While you were talking, but, I, but didn't I wanna, thought it was relevant. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, oh, you're good. But blue poo t-shirt blue idea. Poo. <laughs> Blue yeah, poo t-shirt. Just, what, just a blue. It's only available in blue. We it's can, only we a can make it a magnet and stick it to the laser. Yeah. And I think I think it's just going to be like aerial font, you know? Just blue poo, kind of like off-center, maybe like a little tilted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. Um, wow, chat just keeps going. Um, yeah. Ben says, uh, I have the 50-watt ohm tech, and it was good to go out of the box. Six months, no issues. Good, Ben. Nice. Always happy to hear a success story. No problem with that. Uh, are challenge coins worth engraving due to the long runtime? Uh, depends on your laser, how deep you're going to go, yeah. what you're marking, what you're selling them for. There's a how lot deep of... How you want to go with them. There's a lot of questions there uh nelson and we could again talk about hop. that for a very long time but yeah. um the long and the short of it is you can make it worth your time you can make it worth your time make it worth your time i wouldn't even pose it you know it's like a hypothetical i would just say if you're going to do them make sure that you make it worth your time is the technical capability there in the machines to actually make it worth your time yes there are ways you can do coins fast enough to make it worth your time. And then if on the, the, the inverse of that would be uh, everything's worth your time if you charge enough money. So that's... Is the market going to bear the cost of what you want to charge for those coins with the right. amount of time you want to put into them? Or can you right. optimize your time better yeah. to make it more economical? Um, Boba is asking, can we have a beta for the UV library? That is another interesting question. Um, one of the things that I've wanted for a long time which has now materialized is for Kyle to have a UV because with the CO2 settings library and the fiber settings library, we could bounce those settings back and forth until we settled on, you know, between me and the staff members until we settled on numbers that work for everybody. And up until very, very, very recently, uh, I was the only person with a UV. So, now that Kyle has his, we're going to be on calls. We're going to be working things out, uh, comparing settings, uh, specs on machines, seeing where the differences are, seeing what's the difference between our lenses, uh, you know, what what kind of like power outputs we're getting, things like that. 
once we can dial a few things in and just have like a core, even the Galvo CO2 settings library is up and that has like five settings in it. Once I can validate a handful of settings so that I can have something that isn't just going to generate more problems than it solves, right? Then uh, we'll absolutely yeah. throw it up. It, sh it should be uh, nearish future. Um, so that's that's actually on the table now. It was not on the table before. Now it is on the table. Uh, but the main thing we don't want to do, we have to be careful because if we if we make a choice uh, and put out content or material or settings or whatever that cause problems, then we spend more of our time trying to answer those questions and work through those problems instead of moving on to making new content or exploring new themes or ideas or techniques. Uh, and, and we want to keep things fresh. We want to keep putting out content on a regular basis for you guys. So uh, we just need to be tactical about when we decide to release things to make sure that we're not generating more issues than we are solving by taking an action. The, the long and the short of that, too, is, is UVs from model to model are very different, and they respond differently from brand to brand and model to model. It's not quite so simple as converting the settings because it's they have very different behaviors from frequency and Q pulse range. And yeah. um, when you're working with a much shorter band of, of frequencies and Q pulse versus a normal fiber, um, where you have a lot more functionality to move things around and convert, it's it's not simple. And actually, we were talking about it before. Alex has a completely different frequency and Q pulse range than me, and mine might be acting in the inverse of yours mm. in terms of setting adjustment. So, for all we know, we could end up with two UV libraries for two different brands of of lasers. Yeah, that's true. There may be like more a GPT. complications. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Totally. So, yeah, it's going to take time on that. Hopefully we can get to that soon. Uh, Bill Gould says, I'm an army veteran that would like to start a YouTube channel to chronicle this laser journey in hopes that other veterans will be interested in laser stuff and help them deal with PTSD, etc. Any cool. suggestions? Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, my first suggestion. Uh, audio first. Um, people will watch bad video for hours. Uh, but if the audio is not good, no one's gonna no one's gonna stick around. So uh, make sure you have really nice audio before you start. Um, to provide value, uh, if you, if you don't provide value, no one's gonna watch. Uh, people don't care about you. Nobody cares about me. Um, you know the relationships that you build with people over time. You know you can end up with people that care about you. I I have made a lot of friends in this industry because of the channel, but they certainly didn't start watching because they wanted to be friends. <laughs> they, they, they watched because they wanted, they wanted something right. Help people get what they want. Uh, and, and, uh, that, that will help you be successful. Um, and my last suggestion would be, uh, keep it just as, as short as humanly possible, uh, long content, uh, you know, with the exception of, you know, we do these live streams. Uh, we do them fairly regularly, but we do them for the, the super fans, <laughs> I would say. You know, the Laser Everything super fans that actually like us and want to hang out. Uh, but if this is all we did, 
uh, we wouldn't have any subscribers. So uh, the 40... short, short form, short attention span. That's just the world we live in. now. That's the world we live in, man. Start a TikTok. Uh, you know, everybody will sit around all day and say TikTok's dumb and it's for little girls. Uh, guess what? Everybody's got a TikTok now. That's just a fact. Uh, and the the people that say that they don't are like probably lying to you. So um, just just start start a TikTok, man. Like just try to put value out there. Try to help the community. Um, you know, and if you want to attack it from that like veterans angle, you want to attack it from the like this is how. This is assisting me with my PTSD and helping me heal from this and helping me cope with this. Um, that is a very unique uh, and interesting prospect for providing value to an audience, right? Um, you know, we uh, I, I thank our veterans for their service. That's not something we do here. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely not going to uh, do start a video series on Laser Everything about about how this can help with PTSD because I'm not educated on it. You know, I can't provide that value, but maybe that's value that you can provide. So look at it from that angle about how you can be different, about how you can be yourself and about how you can provide value to people in a way that not everybody else can um, and, and try to really, really niche down and, and focus on that angle. And I, I think then you can have some success. So that's, uh, that's, that's, Three tips, I guess. That stupid fire thing. I'll uh, I'll give you a tip while Alex enjoys that fire truck. Um, the uh, the only other tip I can provide to is enjoy what you're doing. If you're sitting there grinding at it and you're just you're you're hating what you're doing, hours and hours and hours working on a video that you want other people to enjoy, it's going to make it harder for you to create something that they're going to want to watch and enjoy, right? So you want. You want it to be for you as much as you want it to be for other people or else it's just going to be a grind and you're not going to enjoy doing it. So put yourself forward with that, knowing that um, whatever you end up doing for your channel, uh, do what you love, do what you enjoy. Uh, it should be um, positive for you. Yeah, totally. And, uh, don't expect it to be a business right away. Um, this isn't less of a tip and more of a warning, but this job sucks. <laughs> it's so much work. It literally like I, the it's a labor that, of love, dude, it's a labor of love. The day that I started this YouTube channel, um, and, and started taking it seriously. Cause it was a joke to me for a little while, uh, before I, I was like, Oh my God, like, you know, maybe there's something here. Uh, but the day that I decided to start taking this seriously, I worked, 14, 16, 18 hour days, no joke, uh, like pretty much nonstop, like from then until now. And it's been almost a year now, I'd say, Kyle, about a year. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, you started video, picking up on the streams more like August last year. Dude, video editing takes a long time. Researching this stuff, making sure that your information is accurate takes a long time and testing uh you know fixing problems there are so many every single video and kyle listens to me complain about this all the time every video there is a problem there's a technical problem uh that is interfering with me just sitting down and making the video uh whether it's something wrong with my computer my video editing software one of my lasers uh an online service uh, just, just something always gets in the way and it is 
virtually nonstop. Uh, so be good at problem solving. And, and, you know, if you really want to do this like hard and not just as a hobby, make sure that you are ready to, to do some work because uh, we work a lot. Kyle and I both now <laughs> and the rest of our team uh, pretty much work nonstop. So um, that'd be my like last little, just want to throw that into and the fire, the firehouse is going again. I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> so uh, ASMR said 5k down the drain from my, my blue poo. I'd go duck hunting after that. Yep. I mean, uh, it's kind of, you know, little rant session. Uh, people have called us shills ever since we started reviewing stuff. Um, and the reality is, is if we were going to shill for something, it, it wouldn't be a piece of crap because we don't want you guys getting something junky. Cause if you think about it, we, we offer support and we spend our time helping people for a living. We want you guys to succeed. So why would we shoot ourselves in the foot? Um, yeah. So, uh, you'll see exactly how non-biased I am when I do that review because, man, it's going to be glorious. So I just checked really quick just because I want to shut this argument down once and for all. Um, we have over 300 videos on the channel. The gear yep. review playlist has 15 videos in it as of the uh, SFX update video. So so um that's actually pretty good math right uh that's uh 15 into 30 is two so t 20 uh there are 20 times more non-review related videos than there are review related videos so um just throwing a quick stat out there uh, i also wanted to point out um really quick that uh jack in the shop said i got a message asking if i would like to try an enclosure from for the diode laser my channel only is 380 subs the diode companies will literally just like, I don't even know how they're making money because literally if anybody posts anything anywhere about lasers, like they're just like, they're like, you're a celebrity here. Have, have stuff. They, Kyle and I delete five, five emails a day from, if only you guys knew no name, how much brand, stuff we just, nope. Brand, yeah. Brandless, uh, junk. So, um, you know, cool, Jack, uh, you should, you should take it, uh, but, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of that. So I just want to comment on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, make sure when you, you do your review on it that you disclose that it was provided to you. Because that yeah. is an FTC law. That is an FTC law. Uh, Goosey, hello. Thanks for all the support you are giving us uh, in the hobby slash laser engraving business. I am a hobbyist and will hope this supplements my income during retirement. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, and you can absolutely supp supplementing income is easy. Replacing income is hard. Uh, you could yeah. certainly supplement, man. You find a one or two or three things that you really enjoy doing, and you get freaking perfect at it, and uh, and you're done. Uh, that's all. That's all you really have to do. I, <laughs> easier said than done, right? But um, absolutely doable. Uh, certainly. Yeah. So, um, you know, no, no, no sweat there. Uh, you can definitely do that 100%. And uh, you'll have the Laser Everything community here to support you along the way. Really quick, before we continue down this never-ending list of comments, I'm so glad you guys are so talkative today. Um, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. I do have a surprise. It's Jimbo. What's up, Jimmy? Mr. Funky Donkey. What's up? Hey, nice shirt. Just You like yeah, that one? 
Uh, no, I was talking about Kyle. Uh, you with the funky donkey. <laughs> Couldn't get your camera to work? No, I'm just half asleep still. No, nah, well, we'll mess around with it another time. It's fine. I got it going. The, the webcam still looks good with the, the better lighting, though. Oh, you did, You thought you were on the main? You didn't even know. Sorry. Good it's all God. good, dude. I don't care. I'm just glad you're here. <laughs> we just love that you're hanging out with us. <clears throat> um, Bill Gould is asking, parts break. Uh, what is good to have on hand just in case belts, hoses, etc.? That's a good um, question. That is a, that is a that really, is a good, really question. good question. I don't really keep parts Lenses. On, on hand. Let, there you go. That's a good yeah, one. They're, they're cheap. Yep. And they're easy to screw up if you forget to clean them. Or right, if you yep. do something really dirty and do something back-to-back, it's very easy to burn through them. So yeah. extra lenses, really extra bad. mirrors. And if you chew up if you chew up a CO2 Cheap lens security. and then your shop is down for three days while you wait for your Amazon Prime shipping to show up with the replacement, uh, you're going to be kicking yourself in the butt because it would have been a $30 investment extra to make sure that that didn't happen. That's a That's a freaking solid answer, Kyle. Really good. Yep. Um, really, really good. Uh, grab a roll of silicone tubing in case. Yeah, it's you know, like five bucks or something. Get those hose clamps. I mean, these these are projects that I've just done for my laser, and I've had extra, so I've got it in the shop now. And I guess I don't really think about it that much. But they're they're it's cheap stuff. Um, so you know, I, belts. I don't know. I, belts might be a little a little. Belts much. don't get replaced that frequently. Um, the even power supplies aren't really a frequent failure if you mm-hmm. have a, a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't get a good one. If if you're running a shop with like 10 CO2 lasers and they're all the same wattage, yeah, absolutely. Have an extra power supply because you're going to probably use it at some point. But, right. Um, but if you've got one, it's like, I mean, you know, the opposite yeah. of what I just said, but it's a two like weight. That's like a, it's also a $200 investment of something yeah. that's going to sit around too. That you may never need. So, you know, judgment call on that, but um, the, the lenses for sure. The lenses are a, the lenses are a no brainer. Uh, Jack says, I am still running the first set mirrors, uh, the first set of mirrors and lenses uh, three years in. I will look into that. Uh, a three-year-old oh, well, we CO2 laser lens. Is, yeah, a three a three-year-old CO2 laser lens is very impressive. It's um, like a unicorn. Jimmy, how how long of. did you how long did you wait until you started? One more, dude. That was the EOS webcam. You got to go to the mirror box. Uh, how how long did it take? Oh, man, <laughs> disconnected. I'm like asking him a question. All right. Well, we'll touch base with uh, we'll touch base with uh, Jimmy when he gets back. He yeeted himself into uh, hiding. He did. Um, ben E. Hey, just wanted to add my appreciation to you guys and the Discord. Guys, the Discord just got a huge upgrade. You should go check it out. It's really cool. Uh, I was on a couple months ago, Lake Laser Engraving, and I've since moved out of the bedroom to a shop down the street. Ben, congratulations, man. That is serious uh, moves. That's that's serious, man. That's That's big, epic moves right there. Uh, digital cake for you, sir, because uh, that's that's a that's a that's a tier. You know, that's a level up. That's a big level up for sure. So, uh, congratulations on the move, Ben, and uh, thanks for the support. Here we go, Goosey. I've seen a lot of videos of coin or engravings that actually look 3D. Any way you can do a video or demonstration on how to do that? Yes, um, I've been exceptionally busy because it's quarter four. <laughs> 
essentially right now. And that means uh, gear reviews. Uh, everybody wants to talk to me at the moment. Um, and so it's kind of put, it's kind of put like a hold on like the hard tutorial stuff. Um, but the second January 1st rolls around, nobody wants anything to do with me again until July. So I, I will have a lot more, uh, time to, to get into like heavy tutorial stuff around then. I'm just trying to be honest. We'll definitely be publishing tutorials between now and then, but, um, I don't want to overpromise either, uh, cause we do have a lot of stuff to cover between now and then. So, um, this is a very long way of me saying yes we will absolutely cover it it will be part of the light room for galvo crash course uh because they have 3d height map engraving uh with stls or not stls uh uh grayscale grayscale height maps files uh built into lightburn it's built into lightburn it's a lightburn function uh so we'll absolutely be doing um a video on that as part of the lightburn for galvo crash course series i'm just not sure when it's going to come out uh, the, the very next one that we're doing is uh, barcodes and QR codes. Just super easy. It's a quick one. I just need to sit and do it. And um, then after that, light burn camera, which I already have shot. It's 100% shot. I just need to edit. Uh, and then maybe we can look into that. So we're about three episodes away on that. I just don't know how often those episodes are going to come out between now and then. So, And there's another truck. Oh, my God. Is the whole city burning down? Do I need to go? Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, yes, is the, is the short answer. Yes, it's coming. Uh, did Boba the Fets re-ask, uh, this question? Is there any way we could get a beta version of the UV settings library? Um, in case you missed it, Boba, yeah, in case you left and again, yeah. in case you left and came back, uh, we, we did answer that for you, uh, and we're working on it. So, um, we'll, we'll be having that out sooner than later. Verified says, are the CloudRay lasers a reliable company to buy from? Looking at CloudRay JPT LP50 watt. Um, CloudRay has had a lot of issues this year. Uh, it, in my 2021 video titled, Which Fiber Laser to Buy in 2021? I recommended CloudRay because I buy parts from them all the time. Uh, and that turned out to be a mistake because many, many members of the community uh, since that video has been published have come to me, come to Kyle uh, and said, Basically, the, the main thing is uh, their listings don't match what's inside when they show up, whether it's power supplies, laser sources, galvo heads, uh, the power something. supply units. Yeah, they're, they're something, something is different than what they paid for. Uh, and it, it's happened a lot, like a lot. It, issue number two is they like... 19 out of 20 people that reported to us that they bought a cloud ray power supply. I'm just throwing out arbitrary numbers, but it was literally almost every single person. Uh, it worked for them for a day or it was dead on arrival, uh, the power supply. Um, if it worked for them on day one, by the end of the, the first month, the power supply had started to fail. It was providing inconsistent voltage and it was causing the uh, Galvo head to... Um, basically pretend you're holding your arm out and you your blood pressure drops and you start to black out you're not going to be holding your your arm out you're going to be drooping that's what the galvo mirrors were doing it was drooping and causing the the engrave to have weird crazy lines going through it as the fiber engraved um so there it wasn't just a uh, parts swap issue it was also like nine out of ten 
power supply units that were provided in those lasers were also failing and dropping like flies within the first week or month. Yeah. So kind of another, kind of another long answer uh, for a, sh a short question, but no, uh, avoid that. If you're looking for um, reliable lasers, please go check out the buying guide. They're lasers we've had our hands on. They're lasers whose uh, makers we have active relationships with and can help get things fixed, get things replaced, solve problems, uh, or whatever else. Um, you know, like we, we talk to them on a regular basis so we can assist if you find yourself in a crappy position. Um, so you can find those over at, again, it's lasereverything.net slash buying guide. Uh, and that's, that's stuff that we have active relationships with the manufacturers. Uh, we've reviewed them. We've opened these machines up. We've used them. Um, we know their flaws. We know their strong points. So that's where I would start if I were you, um, would be the buying guide. I'm always going to point people there. Uh, Jack says so much for a nothing video. A lot of good stuff in this one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to fix the thumbnail. I thought that I was oh, gonna yeah. come on here to screw around, and uh, that did not. That did not happen. Um, Bill Gould says so. No hopes in there being laser groupies. <laughs> no, uh, there's there are no there are no groupies. Um, uh, I don't I don't know anyway. Uh, I, I'm married. Kyle's not. Maybe Kyle's hiding some groupies. I, I'm less than three months shy of a, an 11 year relationship and no no groupies <laughs> yeah i don't know J jimmy should be here jimmy's the one that would have them if any if any of us uh if any of us had them it would probably be him um yeah. jimmy needs help getting back in can you uh take the next one for me real quick yeah um like philip said real fans hit that like and subscribe button oh guys if you haven't uh, smashed the like button please smash it hard yeah yep make it hurt um uh bill modern says maybe you can team up together reach out yeah guys connect uh we have a really bill says he wants friends on facebook we have a really powerful uh episode coming up that i can't really talk about yet um but it was about how two people met on the lma and uh, now they, they're in a position where they're, they're involved in a startup and they have a chance at winning a, a million dollar like venture capital prize, essentially. Big, big, big things, big things. Um, and it was just, it all started with them teaming up on the LMA. Uh, so that's, that's going to actually, that episode will be out Monday in the morning. So if you guys, uh, if, if you guys are interested in hearing that story, I'd, I'd love to have you by for that. Uh, that'll be up Monday morning, uh, like first thing, crack of dawn. Uh, so definitely keep an eye out for that one. The crickets are asleep. Good. It's pouring rain. Sorry, guys. I don't know. I had to reboot the whole computer. Otherwise, it wasn't going to come on. So. Yeah, you still, look a little, you still look a little squishy. We're going to have to talk after the episode. But at least it's on the right camera now. I know. I'm, and I checked. I'm like, okay, that's the right one. Yeah. Blazer of Love Creation says, and that's how my business name came about, A Labor of Love. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And Miranda confirms you both worked from the hospital after having a baby. Definitely a lot of work. Yep. Yeah. Yep. True story. Uh, even if I'm not here, guys, and I'm not like actively talking to you, I'm. I, I mean, Miranda will. Uh, Miranda will vouch for that. Uh, I, I literally just am constantly working. Uh, it, it never really stops, which is okay because I love my job so, 
so much, uh, but it, but it is an incredible amount of work for sure. Courtney will uh, say the same to me. Uh, Wendy says good vibes. What's up, Wendy? Hi, Wendy. Good to see you. Love says uh, Jimmy and his crickets in the house. No crickets today. I don't hear any. I don't no, hear it was, any it was pouring rain. They said, uh uh-uh, they they're hiding. They bear they bailed. Miranda's no background too. singers for Jimmy. <laughs> Miranda says, Jimmy, where's the cricket? <laughs> <laughs> Some uh Rodrigo from Chile. And uh Goosey says, Hey Jimmy. That's actually my name too. Hey, hey. nice. Learn something about Goosey today. Exactly. And Jack in the shop, of course. I was just going to ask about the crickets. <laughs> Everybody wants to know, dude. They're upset. They're asleep. Their man was pouring rain. It just stopped. Love says, yeah. when we see Jimmy, we think crickets. <laughs> and uh, Miranda coming back in again, reiterating, uh, make sure you guys smash the like button. It really does help. Engagement helps big time. Uh, YouTube is looking at live videos while they're live for engagement. Uh, so the more chat comments that we have, the more people hitting the like button uh, or the dislike button, believe it or not, um, the, the more any of that happens, uh, the more engagement we get while we're actually live, the more people YouTube will put these streams in front of uh, so we can help grow the laser everything community. So, um, you know, that's super cool. Uh, Dustin, just starting with a laser and a cricket. Hoping it goes well. Good luck with the cricket, man. Uh, I never got used to mine, and I never got good at it. And it's got about uh, a quarter inch of dust uh, just kind of settled on the on the on the roof of it now because it's been that long since I've opened it. But is, I wish you the like best. Is it like Jimmy's cricket? Yeah, yeah, dead, dead in the water. <laughs> dead in the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, glad to hear that you're using laser too, man. I think you'll find the lasers much easier than dealing with the vinyl uh, after you after you get to after you get to know the laser. But uh, wishing you the best, Dustin. Also, don't don't laser the vinyl. Yeah, yeah, this is cool. I, I'm always surprised. Uh, Rod- Rodrigo says, "Hey, watching from Chile." Did somebody call that out already? Yes, um, I did. Yeah, you did. Uh, that's that's dope, man. Uh, the laser everything community is worldwide, and uh, I've always been stoked on that. Uh, I always kind of felt like it was going to be this local or domestic, I guess, if you want to say, uh, thing. But we have we have viewers from literally every corner of the world, uh, and that's just the most badass thing ever. Uh, he says, "I just want to thank you guys. I've learned so much from you. Uh, we're at your service, man. We're here to help. That's our job, and uh, we we care about you guys succeeding. So that's why we're here." Um, Philip dropping in. Can a ten watt diode engraver? Make a small sign with a V groove, cut similar to a CNC routed sign. Uh, v groove. I'm not a CNC guy, so I'm not. I don't know what a V groove is. Hold on, I gotta Google. <laughs> gotta Google it right now. CNC V, v groove. It's, like, it's, it's a router bit, but it's at a 45 degree angle, so you can cut a V groove in this. Like a chamfered edge. No, nope, it's like taking a. It's like taking a sharp tip shovel and dragging it through the sand at the beach. Yep. There you go. Just like that's uh, what it looks like. Um, uh, you, no. can, you can I'm make not. a groove, but it will not be a V groove, at least not yeah. flat edged. Think of it like a like a, a, a digital sine wave, right? You're going to get sharp corners with your engrave. Yeah, yeah I'd it, say the there's, I'd it's say laser a, engraving is more like, a, like a, a, a photon router. It's right. routing, that's, that's what you know? that's what it is as a router. I think he's talking about. You're you're drawing with pixels, and pixels are square. 
think yeah. of it that way. Yeah. So you you won't get a V groove. You could you can get V groove like if uh, if you get really creative, I guess. But it's it's not going to be what you're what you're looking for. What you're if you're thinking. Looking at a router. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, Darren Darren Widener's here. Howdy, howdy, Darren. Good to see you. Howdy, howdy. Darren's a Darren's a frequenter. Uh, Jack in the shop says Jimmy T Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I like him too. He's cool. Gary wants to know: Is there a locator to find laser owners hobbyists, say in my area, Tennessee? I'd also like to offer offer my services. I own a five foot by nine foot CNC. Holy shit! Holy and Jesus. a twenty four by thirty six inch CNC. Uh, Gary, the best place for you to be is the Laser Master Academy, uh, which does in fact tell you if other members are nearby, if they have their location turned on, uh, and most yeah. do, most do. Um, and so that would be a very easy way to uh, found out. to find some local okay. people. I found out I'm not the only person in my state, and I thought it was. Yeah, and um, so there you go. Uh, and then the other thing is we have like boards and uh, special things on there where you can reach out and offer those services to other people. Uh, and I'm sure that the other members of the Laser Master Academy community would love to talk to you about that. Um, they... There, that that community, if you guys haven't been inside the Laser Master Academy, is literally just fucking people helping each other 24-7, uh, offering each other's tools, each other's knowledge, each other's advice, uh, business tips, like just everything. Like they are so committed. The people that because they're spending their money to be there, you know, they're, they're paying their hard earned money to support the channel. And because they are spending their money to be a part of this community, the, the quality of the content there, the, the user-generated content there, is just, like, unimaginably high. Uh, so that's where I would recommend you go, Gary. You can find out how to sign up over at masters.lasereverything.net if you're not already on there. Um, and, and I think you'd get a lot of value out of, uh, out of hanging out there. Uh, I have an answer for, uh, for Philip there. Oh, on the... So yeah, the, yeah. Step, the step. So I'm going to show you a 3D engraving that I did, if I can get it to focus. Oof. There it goes. There oh, it goes. yeah. Look at that. That is, oh, so that, is a, that is a koi pond from the top down using a grayscale uh, height map. Now, you can see that there's nice rounded corners on that. However... I grab, if I grab my Top Gun coin that I did, you'll see that it's very sharp edges. The only difference there is the, the quantity of passes and um, how you arrange it. Now, at a microscopic level, you're going to have a ledge on it like you do on this one. But the the difference is, is it's doing it with such granularity on on some, such a small pass count that um you can do that the problem is is to do to do it this way right it's super inefficient and you're going to be at it for a long time if you want to like a deep v groove um if you wanted to do it you could but i'm willing to bet you'd probably be better off doing it with a 3d galvo and not a 2D Galvo or even a 2.5D because 
Whiteburn, as of yet, isn't really capable of working with 2.5 or 3D style engravings outside of grayscale marking, which means now you have to figure out how to get that design the way you want it in a grayscale height map so that you, and you can't really resize those very comfortably. So it's, it's kind of touchy. Mm. If, if you're looking for a V groove and you want it to be not hours of engraving and it's, if it, especially if it's going to be bigger than like a credit card size, you're probably better off grabbing like a small CNC doing the doing the the laser engraving after doing the v groove in it or something like that for sure to be perfectly honest and that, that's uh, all i got <laughs> goosey says just join the lma um seriously guys we have so in order to make laser everything work uh and i, I, I promise not to stay on this for too long because there's other things to talk about but in order to make laser everything work uh five people give every moment of their free time uh, in order to to work on this project and, and make it a reality. Uh, there's me, Miranda, Kyle, Boyce, and Amanda. Uh, and, you know, we have volunteers like Jimmy, too. Um, we try to do, do things to help Jimmy set up, uh, you know, like his new, like, studio setup with his lights and stuff like that uh, to make sure that we can keep doing premium content. So even the volunteers... Uh, we are, you know, we don't write Jimmy a paycheck, but we still try to like give back because Jimmy's always out there. He's always in the community. He's always helping people. He's always being involved. Uh, and we're, th that stuff is possible because of our members on the LMA. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for signing up, Goosey. Uh, this channel would not exist in the capacity that it does right now without those people. Uh, it, it just wouldn't. And I, I know I say this all the time. You guys hear me say it all the time. Uh, but it makes such a big, big, big difference. You know, you want to buy it. You want to buy a piece of merch to have it for fun or whatever. Like that's cool. But we, we get like three bucks a shirt, a shirt or whatever, you know, um, the, the LMA stuff just comes right to the channel and we use it to support our employees and everything that we do here. So if you guys get value out of laser, everything, uh, please consider going to sign up uh, for the LMA because it'll allow us to grow our team it'll allow us to offer more. Uh, and and make things better for you and and allow us to make more content. So and I and I've learned a lot since um since I've started and from the LMA. You know, I, I used to sit there and watch all the time and look for questions and stuff. And I'd ask questions and I get an immediate response. So yeah, so they've yeah. helped out a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a chill place, guys, and it it makes a big difference. So uh, thank you, Goosey, for for signing up. I just want to say that. Um, really quick, uh, while we have kind of a, a chat lull. I don't know how late we planned on going tonight. We've been running about 90 minutes, but um, I did just want to show off some of Amanda's new improvements to the website really quick because there's some new stuff up there that uh, that that people may or may not uh, know exists. So let me just throw my screen up real quick. Um, hey, Philip, uh, you're you're more than welcome, bud. Um, maybe you and Gary can connect. He's got a CNC and he might be close by to you. Um, and also it, it kind of just depends on what you're looking for. If you don't care how long that takes, you can definitely make something work, but it's just going to take experimentation and time. It's all about efficiency and how mm. efficient you want to be. If you want it to be a business endeavor, uh, it may not pay off immediately, um, doing it via laser, depending on how big you want it to be. So just, 
just wanted to set your expectations uh, so you're not disappointed. Jack in the box is on his way out. So thanks for uh, thanks, thanks for hanging out him. tonight, Jack. It's great thanks, seeing Jack. you, man. As always. Have a good one, brother. Um, so we had so many tabs appear at this point that I uh I actually I asked Amanda, like, what do we do? Because I want to keep adding tabs, and she said menus. <laughs> so we have menus now. So uh up here now we've got hot links to all of our big shows. So laser uh the Lightburn, Galvo, and Gantry Crash Course, uh, and the EasyCAD 2 and EasyCAD 3 Crash Course. Uh, we have the episode search function page. You guys have seen that, and the page that takes you to the Laser Source podcast with links to everywhere you can listen to it. So if you haven't already uh, checked out the podcast, obviously go listen to that. But uh, we now have a shop tab, and look what we've got here. <laughs> uh, it's the link to the Laser Everything Market, um, which says coming soon. Uh, this link doesn't actually do anything yet, but we've got it. Uh, the buying guide, our merch page, and the partners page, um, all old things, but they've been reorganized into this menu. Resources, <coughs> guys. Uh, so the downloads page, we just talked about this recently, but if you haven't already checked it out, I really recommend that you go look at it. Uh, we used to just kind of have a couple software things up. Now we've got a ton of software up, uh, including EasyCAD 2 and EasyCAD 3, all the drivers you need, things like that. Uh, and we've got software manuals, we've got hardware manuals, we've got spec sheets for a ton of different laser sources, uh, modern laser sources. So if you're looking for specs on any of that equipment, we've got it there. Um, and the nice thing too about this is if you click it, it just opens in a new tab and you can just reference it. You don't even have to download it, which is really nice. You can, but you don't have to. Um, we have some misreference material. This was provided by members of the LMA. So we're actually, we have that up on the site for, for everybody. Uh, and we've got a bunch of project files from various videos. Uh, these things up here, I know somebody was asking about this earlier, but we have the EasyCAD settings log. Uh, the old Munro laser engraving order form is up there. Pack-ins, proof waivers, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. If you guys want to contribute anything, if you notice that you know we're missing a spec sheet or you have a manual that we don't have in the hardware or software manual section, uh, please feel free to uh, let one of us know uh, that you have something you'd like to add. But um, I just kind of wanted to, to throw that up there really quick so you guys could see it because we've been uh, working hard <coughs> to bring stuff like this to you and stuff like this is possible again because of the LMA. So this is the kind of stuff that we're working on in the background, guys. When we're not making videos, we're trying to get uh, resources up and ready for you. Uh, same goes for links. Uh, we have a new links page coming. It'll be sorted by category. We're going to have suppliers. We're going to have learning resources. We're going to have, uh, you know, other content creators, literally like anything where, where you can view it or consume it in some way uh, and up your laser game. Uh, you've got the links page there. So um, this should be by the end of the night. Uh, taking you to a, a page with links on it because uh, that's kind of my my project tonight is to get this filled out, and then Kyle and I are also working on a wiki. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna just kind of create like a laser everything wiki uh, that just has articles on every possible topic you could possibly imagine um, with troubleshooting tips, uh, step by step guides, tutorials, things like that, um, transcripts from episodes. Uh, so so we'll have that in there uh, really soon as well. So. Um, these are two things that we've been working very hard on. And of course the laser, everything marketplace, the laser, everything. I think I might go Ellie market cause we haven't done an official opening yet. And I kind of like the ring of Ellie market, but anyway, guys, uh, we are still working very hard, uh, every day on the, the laser, everything marketplace for you as well. If you'd like an invite code to become a vendor, 
uh, just let one of us know and uh, we can get you in there so you can set up a shop and sell your jigs or digital artwork or, uh, you know, training hours or machines or parts or whatever uh, back to the laser community. Uh, so that's laser all related stuff, the laser related stuff. So that's all that's all stuff um, that we've been kind of working on in the background because laser everything is more than just the videos, right? The videos are very helpful, but we're trying to we're trying to be more than that. We want to expand. We want to help in more ways. Uh, there's only so much you can do on a video. And we really want to have a comprehensive library of resources, links, uh, guides, reference material uh, available to you guys. Um, that's that's my goal is to basically like if you walked into a public library, but everything on the shelf was about lasers like that. That's what I want laser everything to be. Um, so uh, you know, again, all of that is stuff that we are we're working on here to uh, improve and, and bring you uh, some new stuff and reach out to you guys in different ways. So um, that's that's kind of what we're up to. Uh, you guys ever play around with 2.5 D STL stuff? Uh, I haven't. Have you, Kyle? STL stuff? Uh, just the gray like Easy CAD three. Just the gray scale. Yeah, no. Not not the Easy CAD three three uh, D stuff. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Well, um, we've been, I have no qualms about ending the live stream here. Uh, chat seems to have settled. I, I think we answered most of the questions, but, um, you know. You had a question for me before I dove out there for a minute? I don't even remember. Oh, I was going to ask you how long it took you to throw your stupid lens and mirrors away that came with your own tech and replace them with good ones off Amazon. Uh, how, long, how long did you last before you did that? Maybe a couple of months. A couple of months, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because then once you yeah. once I changed the once I changed the um, beam combiner, then I replaced the lenses when I did that. Yeah. Uh, Shane White Cloud heard that the the we're wrapping it up tone in my voice and says question. Uh, we're happy to answer it. Robert Vice passing through wanted to say hi. What's up, Robert? Good to see you. Thanks for swinging by on your way to wherever you're heading. Goosey says no, but it's late. <laughs> love you. We love you too, man. Thanks for all you do to support us. God bless. Appreciate it, bro. Right back at you. Love says thanks for another great informative episode. Man, I did not think that that's what this was going to be tonight, but um, here we are. And Gary well, says, uh, what times, what days and times do you guys do the live streams? Uh, that's a great, great question. So, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the podcast days. Typically, this would be a podcast day. Uh, we didn't do one today. We just did a live stream today. Uh, I, dude, honestly, this might end up being a, a podcast episode. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but typically, we do Tuesdays, Thursdays around 9. Uh, sometimes it's 9. Sometimes it's 9.30. It depends on how well I have my shit together that day. Uh, but, you know, 9 to 9.30-ish. You should be like, you know, have us on the radar because uh, that's usually when we do these. Uh, we do every podcast episode live right here. Um, so you can always check those out. And then Kyle, uh, who's been really the the live stream champion lately, uh, does every other week, maybe a, uh, a either Friday night or Saturday night. Uh, he's been calling them night owl streams. <laughs> uh, and he's just like in his workshop. Everybody else is in bed. Uh, and he's doing shit. He he, he just gets like a hair just up. Yeah, and he's just like, I gotta do, 
to do this thing today. Uh, and they're, they're really good streams. Uh, he's got a lot of great interactions with people uh, on the past ones. If you guys haven't seen them, go check them out. The, the Night Owl streams with, uh, with Kyle are, are really good. So, um, you know, keep an eye out for those. We don't schedule them. Kyle just yeah. kind of is like, I'm doing it. And then he does it. So, um, yeah. you know, you can usually catch those Friday or Saturday nights. Uh, and again, not every single week. So those are less consistent. But every Tuesday, every Thursday, 9 to 930, we're here. We're recording the podcast. Uh, and that's what we're up to. Uh, Shane uh, came in with his question. I'm a disabled veteran and I just got my 50 watt Rakus today. Congratulations. Delivery day. Woo. I need some party poppers. Um, is Lightburn good to use or do I need to use EasyCAD? I'm familiar with Lightburn because of my Mirror 9. Uh, absolutely. We push everybody uh, that is not in an industrial or manufacturing setting. Uh, literally, if, if you're using this on like a, a moving assembly line, like maybe EasyCAD is right for you. Otherwise, uh, you should go with, with Lightburn. Uh, it's just uh, immensely easier to use. You're already familiar with it. Uh, most of the principles are the same. We have an amazing Lightburn for Galvo crash course for you, Shane, that you can watch start to finish. Um, so I, I highly recommend that to you uh, 100%. And um, you, you can start right away. Uh, you don't even need to open EasyCAD, uh, at least not initially. Uh, you, you can start right away uh, by just finding the Lightburn for Galvo crash course playlist on the channel page. So I would uh, I would definitely check that out. Uh, Shane said, I, I started doing stuff at home because it's therapeutical. And I'm really into all the stuff you guys are doing with slides, mags, knives, and more. Yep, uh, there's a ton of that, especially on the Discord, uh, the Facebook group. And the LMA, if you're not already a member over at the Laser Master Academy, go check that out. Those guys are always buzzing about that kind of stuff in there. Um, we don't get super into it on the channel just because we don't want to get demonetized. But um, our, our communities are lit up with that kind of stuff. So if you're into that, uh, get into all of them, man. We got links to them down in the description. You're, you're definitely going to want to check those out because there's a, there's a lot of friends down there for you to make uh, for sure. Uh, Alan, great show tonight. Learned a lot. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, Alan and Matt coming in at the tail end here. Kyle is a beast. He is. Those Night Owl streams are dope for sure. Um, the, the, the viewer's choice ones are really fun too because you guys kind of get to tailor the stream to what you want it to be. I know. Once we actually figure out how to run a poll, <laughs> we should be in really good it shape. It was there and then I it know. wasn't. I know. I know. I totally, I, dude, I'm there. I was, I was with you. Um, that's it, I guess. Um, I did not think that I would be saying these words tonight, guys, but thank you so much for listening to the laser source podcast. Um, we really appreciate having you by, I got to publish this, right? There's just, it's just like nonstop, uh, questions it's today. Now, it's now a podcast. It's, it's loaded. Yeah. It's loaded with stuff. So, um, you know, I'll trim it down that beginning part where I'm, I'm, you know, moping around or whatever. And, uh, We'll just we'll just make it a podcast. In fact, really quick, I'm just going to throw this in there. Uh, hey, guys, what's up? And welcome to the Laser Source podcast, the number one podcast. If you want to grow or scale your laser business today, we're doing questions right here live on the YouTube channel. Uh, just a big Q&A. We've got a lot of stuff. I'm actually saying this at the end of the episode, because when we started this episode, we didn't think that we'd really be doing much of anything today. But here at the end, uh, we've just had dozens of great questions, a lot of really good answers. So I encourage you to stay, hang out, 
uh, and listen to some of the community's questions because the content that we cover in tonight's episode, really informative. I think you guys are going to have a great time and get a lot out of it. So with that said, uh, let's go ahead and start the episode there. So now, now that I've said that, now I can just, I can clip that and throw it at the beginning without having to do a separate file later. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, close out, right? We're at the end now. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Laser Source podcast. Um, Smokery12 wants us to add crickets in the montage. Uh, maybe like <laughs> the beginning of the opening sequence or something, we'll, we'll throw a little cricket in there. We probably should do a, a cricket shirt too. We probably need like it's a like, Jimmy cricket. It, it's <laughs> like ASMR while you're listening. Hit me up in the chat right now and smash a like button if you want a Jimmy 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 t cricket t-shirt uh and if you if you want a blue poo t-shirt for kyle co2 uh share the, share the channel with somebody so that uh you know we, we can get some more people in here uh because we'd really like to uh we'd really like to see that but i'm i'm doing a terrible job at closing out the episode all right, really quick. Uh, <laughs> Verified says, as far as I've seen, I can't. I can't just close out the episode when people are talking to me. Yeah. As far as I've seen, so far this hobby is not a big thing down here in Australia and is expensive to buy with the shipping and all, which is ironic because you are significantly closer to China than we are. Uh, but there, there are, there's at least one brand I've heard of that has stock inside the country. Mm. So that might be something you could try and look into. Mm, mm, um, mm. I'll try and I'll try and fish through old messages to figure that out for you for next time if you ask me again. But or um, create a create a uh, like a new we have, so there's like a new forum system in Discord uh, and you can create yeah. like threads. Uh, so okay, this is the last thing. Seriously, this is the last thing I'm going <laughs> to show you guys tonight. So um, here's the Discord. Uh, I just wanted to show you guys, we, we've kind of changed around how the Discord works. So in the old times, uh, it was just a never-ending chat list like this um, over and over. It was a okay. chat room. It was a chat room. And every time that somebody asked a question, Kyle and I would have to scroll through this chat and find the questions in the nonsense. Uh, and we've actually added like, so Discord has added this forum type feature. So now it organizes things into like posts and we can mark questions solved we can see uh tags so that we know what the question is about and whether or not people need support you can post pictures and the best part of course is that your your question doesn't get buried in chat because it has its own posts so if it doesn't get answered right away when kyle and i do check into the discord we can see it we can get back to you with an answer it's brilliant it's amazing we've got it for fiber laser we've got one for co2 uv and diode just drop the little thing down Boom, diode laser. There's two posts in there, uh, right? We've got one for software, so you can actually see like there's there's some posts. Uh, this is a brand new feature, guys. It really helps us to answer questions. So, of course, the best place to, to ask questions is on the Laser Master Academy. Um, if you're not on there, go sign up. But uh, the second best place now, I would say, is the Discord because things get buried very quickly on Facebook too, on the Facebook group. Um, it's it's very hard to track questions and and just everybody uh needs attention on the on the facebook group and it, it stacks up so fast and i just can't scroll forever discord uh awesome place to ask questions so if you make that a question um you know on the on the discord in one of those forum areas uh i'm sure kyle could get back to you with that answer um sooner yeah. than the next live stream so um definitely go check that out 
Uh, the Discord invite link, very, very simple, guys. It's just discord.dv slash laser everything. You don't even need the invite. Very extra. Um, right there. Throw that up. Boom. Discord.gg slash laser everything, guys. Uh, and, of course, there's a link to it down in the description as well. So if you go down in the description, you can check that out. But... Um, Okay, I think that's it. All right, I just didn't want to. Matt's such a dick. Look at Matt being a dick. Uh, I did. I don't want to leave people hanging. I hate when people are asking questions at the end. They're desperate. I just feel like I absolutely have to answer. So um, now I think we're. I think we're through uh, with the questions. So um, now that we're good, thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the Laser Source Podcast or listening. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to rate and review. It's uh, the number one way to make sure that the podcast can get out in front of more people. Apple really cares about those ratings. So leaving us a quick five-star rating on Apple Podcasts makes a huge difference. If you're not already, please consider supporting the channel and everything we do here at Laser Everything over at masters.lasereverything.net. Links to everything we talked about today down in the description for you. And I think that's all I've got. Do you gentlemen have anything before I close this sucker out? Crickets are back. The crickets are back. All right, well, I'll go back. On a, I'm going to go work on a here. cricket shirt right now and a blue poo shirt. Go check out the new merch, guys. We just got a ton of new merch in. It's really sick. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm super stoked on it. Uh, that's it. That's everything, guys. Have a great night. And we will see you in the next one. Thank you.